Hello, I'm Jay Christian Adams. You're listening to the podcast, Protecting Your Vote. I'm the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. We're the nation's only nonprofit law firm dedicated exclusively to election integrity. I'm a former Justice Department lawyer, a member of President Trump's Presidential Advisory Commission for Election Integrity, and what we do is try to make the elections better and have been since 2014. We recently filed a new lawsuit in Michigan against the state of Michigan for failing to clean up voter rolls of deceased registrants, dead voters. And what we found in Michigan through our database that we've uh, assembled and uh, lets us see who the dead people are and uh, who should not be on the rolls is that Michigan had over 26,000 dead registrants on the active rolls. Now, that's bad enough. But when you dig a little deeper, we found that almost 4,000 of them have been dead for two decades. Two decades. Now, states under the federal law, which is known as motor voter, have an obligation to keep rolls reasonably clean of dead registrants. That's an obligation that the states have under federal law. And the Public Interest Legal Foundation have filed uh, scores of lawsuits, many involving this part of federal law, to force states and counties to follow the law and get the rolls clean. Now, last year, uh, right before the election, we sued the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania for having over 20,000 dead registrants on their voter rolls, and we won that case. It's one of the few wins in election integrity in the year 2020. And what we found in Pennsylvania, when not only were there dead people on the voter rolls, but dead people were registering to vote after they were dead. Now, there's a new one. I don't think anybody has found something so crazy as people registering to vote after death. And this phenomena has begun to occur. And one particular instance was a woman named Judith Presto in Pennsylvania, she registered to vote after she was dead. In fact, I went to her gravesite and I took a picture of her gravestone. And it was a curious thing because the judge in the case in Pennsylvania originally thought that this meant our data must have been bad. But lo and behold, when we turned the data over to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and showed them all the dead people registering after death, Judith Presto's husband was arrested because he had registered her and voted her after she had died. So it, it's just a, a, an example of hard work digging into these issues. Hard factual work pays off. Now, back to Michigan. We warned Secretary of State Benson before the election last year that Michigan's voter rolls contained an extraordinary number of dead registrants. Many of these registrants were dead for at least a decade. We hand-delivered the data, the names, to Lansing and met with officials in Lansing on multiple occasions warning them that Michigan had lots of dead people on the rolls. This goes back to 2019. These warnings began well in advance of the 2020 election. Yet did anything happen regarding these names? Of course not, because it's Michigan and it's Jocelyn Benson. Because voter roll cleanup is not a high priority in Michigan. Instead, Michigan Secretary of State Benson is far more interested in dining with Mark Zuckerberg and his wife to find $400 billion million to privately fund election offices around the country. Zuck bucks. 
misplaced priorities. So in Michigan, we found this data. We took this data to Michigan and said, you got to clean up the rules. They didn't do it before the election. So let's talk some specifics. Helen Gulvazan. Helen Gulvazan was registered to vote in Michigan on the active voter rolls. And we discovered that she had died. Helen Gulvazan had died May 27th, 2000. George Bush wasn't even in the presidency. It was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was the president when Helen Gulvazan died. And she's been on the active voter rolls in Michigan ever since. We took her name to the Secretary of State in Michigan and said, she's been dead for 20 years. Please take her off the rolls. It didn't happen. Why? We'll find out. Another one, Teresa Damasowitz. Teresa Damasowitz was born in 1913. She's active on the Michigan voter rolls, and she died May 20th, 2000. Seven days before Helen Gulvazan. These individuals have been on the rolls for over 20 years dead. Now, that shouldn't happen. And they're not the only ones, by the way. Those are the first two gravestones and obituaries we've released publicly. There's more. They aren't the only ones. And so these individuals have been on the rolls for 20 years, dead, and nothing gets done about it. Now, why does this happen? Well, there's a couple reasons. For one, states are not using the best evidence. They're not using the best data to keep their rolls clean. Many times they farmed it out to an organization called ERIC. ERIC, you'll learn more about ERIC in the coming weeks. If you listen to this podcast or pay attention to the work of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. ERIC was a group originally set up a consortium of states, almost all blue states at the beginning, with Soros seed money to get states to join this compact to farm out their work to somebody else to do list maintenance, to have ERIC do what the states are supposed to be doing. Well, the other thing they did with ERIC is they began to pull the curtain across their work. They began to hide what it was they were doing at ERIC, and so you couldn't reach the work through public information requests or requests under Motor Voter for public inspection rights. States began to tell you, you can't see what we're doing with the voter rolls because we're having someone else do it. And our contract with that someone else says we can't share it with you. And this first showed up when we sued Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania was allowing non-citizens to register and vote for 20 years. Let me say that again because it's important to understand. Pennsylvania was allowing foreigners to register and vote for over 20 years. It was a, we call it the PennDOT glitch, where PennDOT was asking you when you registered to get your driver's license, do you want to vote? And, a, and people were saying, no, I'm not a citizen, or they weren't being asked at all, and they were put on the voter rolls, even if they came from Bangladesh and were a Bangladesh subject or citizen. So this was going on in Pennsylvania for 20 years. We had to sue Pennsylvania to try to get these records to show how bad it was, who was the problem, who's trying to fix it, how did the screw-up occur. Pennsylvania has been fighting us in court for three years, hiding government records associated with allowing foreigners to vote. Think about that. Does anybody agree with that out there, you guys at Right Wing Watch, all of my fans at Media Matters? Do you guys agree 
that that's a good thing that a state allows foreigners to register and vote and then hides the records? At least come out and say you don't like that, right? Can we find some common ground here? That's a bad thing to hide, but yet they're hiding it. How they're hiding it involves Eric because they're saying that Eric or some third-party group they won't even name, but it's almost certainly Eric, has done all the work to fix the problem in Pennsylvania, but we can't tell you what they did. They're saying it to the Public Interest Legal Foundation. They're saying it to the Pennsylvania Republican legislators who have asked for the same data. They're hiding it from the people of Pennsylvania. They're hiding it from the people of America who have to endure the Pennsylvania vote in the U.S. Senate or in the Electoral College. What happens in Pennsylvania affects everybody. And they're hiding it from the American people, how badly they screwed up in allowing foreigners to register and vote. That case is ongoing. We could always use your help in this litigation. Back to Michigan. So Michigan uses Eric. Is Eric the one responsible for this screw up of allowing 26,000 dead people on the rolls? Many for decades? We'll find out, but we don't know yet. And that's one of the things that's very strange about this case. So what does the Michigan Secretary of State have to say about all this? After they were sued, they said, quote, Michigan maintains its voter registration lists in accordance with all state and federal laws, including provisions for deceased voters. As we've seen throughout the year, meritless lawsuits serve as press releases for those seeking to further election misinformation and undermine American democracy. Ah, okay, here we go. We're turning it into politics. Our case is about good government. Our case is about keeping voter rolls clean. Our case is about real dead people with real gravestones, real obituaries, who are real active on the Michigan voter rolls. It's not about undermining American democracy. Oh, by the way, Jocelyn Benson, we're a democratic republic. Maybe you didn't know that. We are. So it's not misinformation. It's not fake it's hard data that is real, okay? Why is it that when an election official is given data that is real, they don't do anything about it? When they get sued over it, they try to say that the people suing are somehow a threat to democracy, a threat to the American republic and spreading misinformation. Why don't they just say, we're going to take a close look at this, this is Christian Adams' rewrite at the Michigan Secretary of State's office of the press release. We're very concerned that there could be problems, and we always look to improve our enforcement of Michigan and federal law as it relates to our voter rolls. We will take a careful look at this information, and if the lawsuit is meritless, we will defend it vigorously, and if it has merit, we will take appropriate steps to remedy the situation. How about that for a press release? Going to offend anybody other than the progressive base, Jocelyn Benson, with that kind of press release? I think that's what most people in Michigan would want to hear. Most people in Michigan want you to do your job. Most people in Michigan care about election integrity. Look at the poll numbers. You're on the wrong side of this one, Secretary of State. You're on the wrong side of it. People want elections that they can believe in. And when 26,000 dead people who we hand-delivered to the Lansing Secretary of State's office, remain on the voter rolls, it causes real doubts about what else is going on. So we'll keep you apprised at the podcast, Protecting Your Vote. I'm Jay Christian Adams, president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. You could find out more about this lawsuit 
and all the other work we're doing, whether it's in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Maine, Illinois, Maryland, Florida, uh, I know I'm leaving something out. Uh, all the cases that we're litigating around the country at publicinterestlegal.org. We rely on your support. We thank you for your time. I'm Jay Christian Adams. Thank you for listening.